Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you very much, Jay, and greetings, everyone. It is so good to have you once again as we spend a few moments with the Word of God. You know, the psalmist said in Psalm 119 and verse 15 that with the Word of God we will meditate on His precepts and contemplate His ways. We're going to do that in just a moment. But first, let me mention to you, by way of welcome, we'd like for you to go over to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Feel free to peruse our website. We have a lot of free materials that are available previous broadcast under the media tab, you can also leave us a message. Contact us. Let us know where you heard our broadcast. Let us know your name and address and any request you might have. For example, not only is all the material there free, but we'll also send you a free Bible correspondence course. We would love to do that. You can study the Bible in the privacy of your own home. So at internationalgospelhour.com, contact us, leave us your name and address, and we'll send that to you as soon as possible. Thanks for following us there at the internationalgospelhour.com. And now with our study, let us contemplate the ways of Christ, His precepts, and contemplate His ways. As we consider the Gospel of John in this broadcast, I want us to look at chapter 12, we're going to be examining verses 23 through 36, but specifically we begin in John 12:26, where Jesus says, If any man serve me. You know, when I was young, I recall a valuable lesson my dad taught me when he said, The biggest, smallest word in the English language is if. The word if has a lot of intention. The word if may not carry things through. But the word if is also a word that immediately brings forth a stipulation. Again in John 12:26, when Jesus says, If any man serve me, he is bringing forth a stipulation. If you're going to serve me, here's what you need to do. If you fail to do it, you're not serving me. And throughout the text of John 12:23 through 26 Jesus teaches what we will do if we serve Him. Now, let's think on this, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to mention verses within that context and then bring forth lessons we are to learn. For example, if any man serve Christ, let him hate himself. Isn't that what Jesus said in John 12:25 when He said, He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Now, dear friends, that is strange sounding. But notice, hates his life in this world, as Jesus is teaching. Worldly things must be secondary. The spiritual life of man must be first. In other words, we need to put forth the spiritual things first in our lives more than anything. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus did say, 
But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we need to make certain that we have the spiritual things as our priority in this world. Again, it's strange sounding, does sound very strange, but he who hates his life in this world. I was reading some research material, the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, and it made this statement, and I'm going to read it twice. Uh, dear friends, if you're like me, when somebody reads me something, I've got to really focus on it, and I appreciate it if they will read it a second time. And so I'm going to share this, and I love this comment that said, To be a true disciple, one must hate all others for Jesus' sake. This is not psychological hatred, but a total commitment that gives absolute priority to Jesus. Now this is definition concerning this word, hate. To be a true disciple, one must hate all others for Jesus' sake. Now the explanation. This is not psychological hatred, but a total commitment that gives absolute priority to Jesus. It is a word that shows such strength of the emphasis of following Jesus. The word hate in this text of John 12:25 is also used in Luke, the 14th chapter, beginning with verse 26 where the Lord is teaching concerning counting the cost and setting forth the priorities that one should have. In Luke 14.26, you'll recall in that context that if anyone would follow Jesus and not hate his father or mother or family, and he continues to list that, unless we do that, we cannot be his disciple. Well, thorough study of that word shows that that is a word that means we are to love less. It's placing forth the right priority. You see, if we hate ourselves, so to speak, in this world, we're putting ourselves second. We're putting Christ first, who will guide our lives. And obviously, one must put self after the Christ. Thus, the priority of this world is secondary. In Matthew 16:24, Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. You see, we're putting self number two in Christ first. When we put Christ first, he makes self better. Listen to how Paul termed it in Galatians 2.20. He said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul said, I've crucified myself. i put that old man of sin away. As we read in Romans 6, 3 through 6, that in baptism the old man of sin is crucified with Christ, buried with him in his death, and that we're raised to walk in the newness of life. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ, but yet I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And so if any man serve Christ... Let him hate his life in this world. Let him look for things eternally. Let me ask you, dear friends, do you like that thought of living for Christ? That you can think of him eternally if you will have a victory in Christ Jesus? Tell you what we've got here through the International Gospel Hour. We have a special study that's called Victory in Jesus. It's as a booklet with 13 parts for easy study.
and the International Gospel Hour offers this absolutely free. Dear friends, may we send it to you? All you've got to do is call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. That's 1-855-444-6988. Leave us your name and address and say, Send me the study, Victory in Jesus. And it'll come your way very soon. Again, that's your free study guide, Victory in Jesus, at 1-855-444-6988. That's 1-855-IGH-6988. And now, let us continue our study. If any man serve Christ, let him love the preaching of the cross. That's John twelve thirty two and 33, when Jesus said, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. This he said, signifying what death he should die. The preaching of the cross, dear friends, will prompt man to be reconciled to God. Listen to Colossians 1, verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. You see, the preaching of the cross That wants man to be reconciled to God, to, in other words, go from enemy to friend. He cleanses, he forgives. What a great opportunity. The preaching of the cross teaches the beauty of God's grace. Oh, listen to Romans 3, beginning with verse 24. Writing there to the Christian, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith, to demonstrate His righteousness, because in His forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed, to demonstrate at the present time His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Oh, the preaching of the cross teaches the beauty of God's grace and what God has extended to man. The preaching of the cross also, dear friends, teaches the purchase of the church, We learn that in Acts 20 and verse 28, when Paul was speaking to those elders from Ephesus, and he said, Take heed unto yourselves, and unto all the flock over the which the Holy Spirit hath made you overseers, that you may feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. You see, the preaching of the cross, it is power to those who are saved. It is the power. To those that are saved, 1 Corinthians 1.18. It is the power to those who are called by the gospel, 1 Corinthians 1.24. And 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 14. You see, if any man serve Christ, let him love the preaching of the cross. And now, dear friends, if any man serve Christ, then let him follow Christ. John 12.35 and 36. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while, while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. While you have light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of light. These things spake Jesus, and departed, and did hide himself from them. Well, dear friends, with that being said, we have spoken the things of Christ today. And in just a few moments, well, we'll depart one from another. But listen, before we go, as Jesus said, Yet a little while, while is the light with you, walk while you have it. This is a great opportunity for you and I to pause and be thankful that if we want to serve Christ, yes, we have to hate ourselves, love the preaching of the cross, 
but we also need to follow Jesus Christ. And dear friends, we hope that our study today has helped you in so many ways. Go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Call us at 1-855-444-6988. Don't forget our Victory in Jesus study. And dear friends, we want to continue studying together with you here on Are You Listening? by the International Gospel Hour. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,